this better? Yeah, it's it's better. My sound is just super low. All right, no problem. Um, welcome to Aussie Tells All, episode 53, talking about uh, GU basketball. they got David on the line to talk about GU basketball. Welcome aboard, David. Hey, what's up? Not much. Uh, now, last year, Gonzaga Bulldogs final four for the first time in school history. Pretty awesome. And then um, they fell short to UNC last year. Thoughts on last year and also thoughts on 2018 coming up. Yeah, this year it's going to be a little bit difficult trying to find a new identity for the team now that uh, Karnowski and Collins, the anchor for down low, are gone. Absolutely. Now, who do you think will, will uh, be a good red, red shirt candidate for this for this year? Uh, just based on injury, Jesse Wade is going to probably be a, a good red shirt uh, for the season, uh, just because he's injured right now. Um, if he comes, if he gets healthy within the next month or two, uh, Ajayi, the Frenchman, yeah, would be a good one. There you go. Um, now, what are your thoughts on the media picking St. Mary's over GU in the WCC this year, even though GU is 18 and St. Mary's is 22 in the country right now as it stands as it stands currently? It's they, – they do have the uh, the Landau coming back. They have more starters coming back on their team. Yeah. Uh, it's when you have to pick the same team over and over – Sooner or later, it just gets boring. So you try <laughs> to mix it up. That's true. Now, in reality, I think Gonzaga will definitely win the title this year, but it might be a tough road, but um should be fun to watch, though. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be what we had last year. Uh, yeah. Last year was a special season, and it's going to be hard to replicate that. Yeah, Karnowski, you had Collins, you had um, Williams-Goss, you had Jordan, Jordan Matthews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had a great team, deep team last year now this coming week um this friday night six o'clock on root sports khq we have um Texas southern opening the, not, the game up who do you think will be starting the starting five that uh, tonight uh, for this week starting five uh starting five this week uh yeah perkins melson uh kipsert mm-hmm. uh williams and then larson larson i guess yeah, did you watch the game um, last Saturday night? I caught the highlights from the game, and Larson and uh, John Williams are mm-hmm. going to have a great uh, outside-inside game. Yeah. Now, your thoughts on what you saw um, overall on the highlights that you saw? Uh, my, my, my biggest thing uh, with Larson, uh, how good of a passer he is. Yeah, he's uh... – He's awesome at passing. He's like Karnowski, but might, might be better better passing than Karnowski, actually. That, that's that's possible. Oh, absolutely. And Kipsert, mm-hmm. he is he is looking to be one of my favorite players <laughs> come this year. He's not shy. No, not shy at all. And he's he got the stroke from the outside. Yeah, but he can also slash to the basket. Yeah. Do you think he'll be um, a four year guy at Gonzaga? It's hard to tell, especially with uh, the way uh, college basketball is these days. You yeah. have very few four-year guys that, uh, that stay all four years. It's uh, no guarantees that uh, Tilly stays after this year. 
or yeah. uh, depending on how Rui plays, there's no mm-hmm. guarantees that he stays. Right, you're right. Um, now, how surprised were we that Tito was off the bench um, in that game against Idaho College? I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot stronger of a okay. of a team with Tilly coming off the bench. Okay. Uh, provide us uh, that spark coming off the bench. He'll still play 30 or 20, 20, 26 to 30 minutes a game, even right. off the bench. But we need to have the spark. Uh, yeah, we need the spark coming off the bench, and he provided that last season. Absolutely. Now, people want to know um, how long ha- have you been devoted to the Zags? Also, how, how big a fan are you of Gonzaga? Oh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of Gonzaga. Uh, I used to go to the games at the Martin Center uh, back in the days of Dick Dickow, mm-hmm. Kurioff. Uh, my favorite, yep. Zach Gord. Oh, Zach Gord. <laughs> oh, man, he was uh, – he's something. He was something. But yeah, I've been going to games since I was 11 years old, so 18 years now. Talk about your Florida – how you watch games down, down in the East Coast when, when you're looking there for a couple years. Oh, I, I hated how late the game started with being over there. <laughs> yeah. I was staying up till midnight, 1 a.m., watching these games. Now, that's a true fan of I ever saw one. Um, now, what are your top five players of all time, Zaga, in your, in your opinion? Now, are we going by pos- each each one by position, like um, all-time that, starting five? That'll be, or- that, that'll be the last of podcast, but it's just top five players overall. Just top five favorite. players overall, my top five? Yeah. All right, so got to go with the old school John Stockton. <laughs> yeah, um, short shirts. <laughs> Dick Al. Yeah. Adam Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roney. And then my personal favorite, he's probably not in a lot of people's, but my yeah. personal favorite was Micah Downs. Micah Downs, okay. I like I like, it. I like that. Um. For me, I can't say Jung. I never saw him play um, at Gonzaga. No, but I'm sure he was fantastic. His NBA highlights. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the NBA. Um, I'm sure he's fantastic, though. I'll give him a good nod there. But um, for me, it's Adam Morrison, Dan Dickow, um, um, Dan Dickow, Adam, uh, Adam Morrison, um, uh, freaking um, Karnowski, Sabonis, and uh, – and for one year he was here was uh, Wilms Goss. He was fun to watch too. He's, oh, absolutely! It's a, pl- a pleasure, pleasure to watch. Absolutely, yeah. Um, what, are your, what are your favorite mo- moments of all time at Gonzaga? Like a few, like three, three, three or four of your favorite time moments of Gonzaga plays or or, what, or whatnot at Gonzaga. Uh, my top moment is uh, uh, Goodson, Demetrius Goodson, <laughs> hitting that game-winning shot against West. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, the uh, uh, Maurice Aker versus Adam Morrison people <laughs> in Hawaii. Yeah, Michigan State. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was an awesome game. But it, it wasn't even Gonzaga, Michigan State at that point. It was Adam Morrison <laughs> versus Maurice Aker. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, mine, a couple of mine, actually, three, three of my favorite moments, actually. Like mine was uh, – when uh, um, uh, freaking uh, the tip against Florida with Hall, Quentin Hall, and then uh, cover the tip and Silver still fits. That was giving me chills every time I watched that game. Absolutely. Uh, I have it on DVD, actually. I watch it, I watch it once in a while. Um, 
also the game, Oklahoma State game in Seattle, Battle in Seattle, where Adam Morrison goes down. It's like it's on the people in his face and just banks it off the banks yep. it off the rim off the backboard and just knocks it down for the game winner. I know exactly where I was when that shot happened. Where were you? I was uh, I was at the Bigfoot uh, shooting <laughs> pool with my dad and watching that game. There you go. I was with uh, my friend Matt Matt Green in his basement watching that game. We were going nuts. Yeah, it's one of the classics. Yeah, Gus Johnson and um, at Re- that was onions, Gus. Onions. That was a uh, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, and also, I I can't say, but I I did I loved um, when we when Jordan Jordan hit that big three against. Uh, uh, Matthews had the big three against was yeah. it West Virginia, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to send us over the top there. But that was pretty awesome too. Though. Yeah, I didn't uh, get to see that shot live. I was at work when that shot happened. And yeah, I was out in my car watching the mm. uh, the highlights on my or watching the the play by play on my phone. Oh no, yeah, that was a uh, that was chilling for sure, chilling indeed. Now, what do you think of? The naysayers at Gonzaga just had a spite. They don't. They don't know they're good. They just hate because that because they're jealous or whatnot. Honestly, it's the it's the same thing that happens with a lot of the uh, program. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of the team myself, but they they have their own winning style, and then they have their own set fan base. But uh, yeah. the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Niners of the old, just fan bases that were used to winning. Yeah, no matter what happens each season, this is our year. This is our year. Absolutely. Um, now, do you think? Um, I was going to ask you this actually. Um, I guess just everybody answered the question, but so you, I was going to ask you this, but uh. Who do you think maybe one or two guys off the bench will be a key factor off the bench this year for Gonzaga besides Kelly? Tilly. Uh, factors off the bench, Norvell is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then depending on if he uh, returns from his injury, uh, Jesse Wade. Yeah. Now, did you see, did you see any highlights from, from Norvell while Patrice was making he had, he had like six threes or so? Oh, the, games? the five threes that he had? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like I can shoot. I got a nice shot too, yeah. huh? Kipser, Kipser, and him are going to be a great one-two punch. It's going to be scary. And that's we're going back to our old, uh, our old uh, style of play. Yeah. Everything's going to go from the outside and, and outside open in. it up for them. Whereas yes. last night or last year we were inside out. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, what is Ruby's potential at Gonzaga as a as far as the ceiling at Gonzaga going forward. Ruby's ceiling, yeah. Rui Rui has the potential of being the greatest basketball player to come out of Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, if he if he learns the uh, uh, just to, just to play better with his uh, teammates and learns the American game a lot more um, in the under seventeen uh, cl- uh, uh, the summer that he had. He was he was hitting it from all over. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, now, how pumped, how pumped are you to watch potentially Zach Norville and Jesse Wade backcourt um, this year if it if it happens this year? Oh, I'm 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 excited to see Norville. Uh, yeah. I was very disappointed that uh, 
he couldn't get back from the the surgery that he had last year. Right. Yeah. On his foot. Yeah. Because he could have been um, a, a piece that we could have definitely used against North Carolina. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. This is a two-part question here, but first part I want to ask you is, thoughts on Tom, Tommy Lloyd's overseas um, recruitment, how, how big is that for Gonzaga's uh, success? Tommy Lloyd's one of the one of the best recruiters out there, whether it's overseas or here in the States. Yeah. Um, he just he, he knows where to find the talent and the not necessarily the big name talent, but the 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 people that'll be there and uh, fit as part of the Gonzaga culture. Um, absolutely. Part two, my question is uh, they they just they they just signed or or uh, signed Serbian Philippe um, Petrusev, uh, four star um, center, six eleven. The big name, they like they had a lot of big soldiers offering, but the big names were Kansas, Arizona, and Indiana. Your thoughts on his his uh, his signing to Gonzaga? It's it's big. He's a he's another big guy uh, that we can definitely use because uh, this is the last year of Jonathan Williams, mm-hmm. and we just we just keep getting thinner and thinner. It was very surprising to see Collins leave after one year, and after watching him in summer league and. Uh, in the first couple of games of the NBA season so far. Uh, he definitely could have used another year of seasoning. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what are your thoughts on the national narrative of Gonzaga these days? It's it's the same narrative that has been the last 10 years. They put together great squads, but they don't, they don't have enough to make it deep in the march. And Last last year was things just fell right for us um, when it came to uh, Arizona getting knocked off before we had to face them again. Yeah, uh, we we faced Xavier in the uh, in the Elite Eight, uh, mm-hmm. facing uh, South Carolina in the Final Four. Yeah, things just fell right. Right, absolutely. Now, how would you grade? Um, MacArthur likes the Mac opposed to other like Duke, Kansas, Arizona as as really good home crowds um, in the country. I'd put them definitely top five. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to beat the Kansas crazies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just, just for the sheer fact that that stadium or that, that arena is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And yeah. Rupp Arena. Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky yeah. Yeah. They are ours is just not as big as theirs, but but it but it is one of the top five atmospheres in the college. Oh, absolutely, hands down. They're when when they jump on the on the uh, on the uh, stands, that gets my my bones chilling every time. Oh, absolutely, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere to be there, and I'm happy to be back after four years, uh, being back and being able to be there. Absolutely. Um, now, what teams historically and players have you hated in the past, love to hate in the past in, in college basketball? Always my number one hate, Duke. Duke, yeah. I've, I've always hated Duke. Yeah. Um, in my, uh, because I also follow Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. Teams that I've hated. Um, I, I really hate Louisville. I, I'm glad that Patino is no longer there. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he's something, huh? Pitt. I really don't like Pitt. Yeah. Yep. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Because the well, the why is that, the huh? Big East uh, battles that they've had with Notre Dame. Okay. Um, okay I don't okay. like St. Mary's, of course. Um. <laughs> yeah. Be one of the one of the earliest games I can remember going to at the Martin Center was uh, Gonzaga versus Pepperdine. Uh-huh. And just standing oh, outside yeah. as they're walking in and everybody booing them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, for me, I definitely number one on my list, 1A, 1B, 1C is any player, any, any, any white good player I hate is like Grayson yeah. Allen, uh, JJ Reddick, Greg Paul. Um, the, the list goes on and on. And um, any player from St. Mary's like Omar Samhan, Omar, the, Diamond Kid, um, you had uh, yep. Delvagova, McConnell. Um, the list goes on at St. Mary's. BYU just can't send their fans. Their fans are kind of um, classes, actually. I, I've been up close and many times before in Las Vegas, and they're very, oh, very uh, rude to the. Very rude. And the team, though, is, they're nice guys on the team, though. But, See, uh, and I can't say that I hate Delvagova because I love his hard nosed style defense and he's. He he he'll oh, okay. do anything okay. to get there. Because watching him play yeah. for the Cavs during their two title or uh, during their yeah. title run, uh, the, the year that they won it, and then also uh, the year that they didn't, he he put the clamp down on Steph Curry for most of those finals. Well, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's also hurt also. But um, I digress. Um, now, do you did you hate? Um, Patty Mills at no, all? I didn't, I didn't hate Patty Mills. Patty Mills like was the quiet. He was the quietest. Size, uh, class act. Yeah. Most, most of the, okay, most of the players I end up hating as um, the the boisterous, uh, in your face type players, like the Grayson oh, yeah. Allen's. <laughs> I have a couple. Of... Oh yeah, Grayson Allen. He he's a little baby. You know, he's always getting tripped oh, on yeah. purpose and tripping tripping guys on purpose. Times like he's oh, he's yeah. a little yep. bitch is all he is, but um, <laughs> but I have two fan things I want to ask you. A couple, of, I have Joe Spencer on Facebook asks, um, why did um Kamaka Hepa um go with Texas? That's that's a great question. Um, yeah, let's see here. It's it's hard to tell um, where everybody's uh, where right. everybody's. I had a feeling that he was going to stay close to Oregon, uh, and, and yeah. stuff like that. Like but Texas is yeah. Texas is a good school um, for for the bigs um, players that come to mind. Uh, yeah, Aldridge, uh, Kevin Durant, Durant. They 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 produce some big name uh, big guys that come out of there, and and it also Absolutely. comes down to yeah. uh, the style. Texas, they're more prone to yeah. have a number one alpha dog that that they that mm-hmm. they feed the offense through. Gonzaga, right. outside of Morrison, has never been the uh, the type of team that'll feed it through one player. True, 
Now, is he a one and done guy in your opinion? What was that? Okay. Is he is he one one and done guy that this guy did uh, from it, Oregon? To it Ma- it uh, all to depends Monica. on his uh, uh, his season that he has. Uh, each it okay. because when it comes to these players, it's all about what the scouts and say once they if if he's being told that hey you have a high potential of getting drafted in the first round yeah more likely to be one right but if he's uh, if he's a fringe second round player like jonathan Williams, he went and tested the draft uh the draft waters was told what he needed to work on and honestly this is what every player should be doing that has the the chance of playing in the nba is going to these draft camps and seeing where they where they sit, what they need to work on. Oh, Nigel though. Nigel went second round last pick in the, in the draft draft. He went last pick in the draft. He's now he's playing in Europe. So and Nigel, um, Nigel's not sure. uh, draft status wouldn't have changed by staying another year. With him, no. With him being so. as old as he is, the. Uh, yeah. NBA teams are looking for more of the 18, 19 year olds versus 22, 23 gotcha, year olds. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess that's right. I guess that's true. Now, you know, Matt Green, uh, he asks um, um, basically just which current Zag, whether on, on the team now or already in the NBA, has the brightest future? Um, brightest future? Uh, Going to be either Tilly or. Uh, Tilly or Rui that is on the team right now in the NBA. Okay. Um, yeah. If, if Zach Collins can learn how to play the NBA game, he has a, he has a bright future. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Olenek's proven he has staying power in the NBA. And Sabonis mm-hmm. is playing really well too right now though. Yeah. And he's another one. It's, it all depends on the, the team that they go to and how they utilize them. Right. Right. Now, um, in the past, in maybe five, six years ago or so, Mark Few was always being asked to go to Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA, um, turning those jobs to Oregon job down. Um, do you think he'll end his career at Gonzaga? Oh, I think, I think so, for he, sure. He's already proven that he doesn't want to go anywhere else because um, he has the perfect life right. here in Spokane. He has all the fishing that he wants. Yep, fishing in the outdoors. And... He's, he's already yeah. – uh, he's raising his kids here. Um, I've watched uh, his son play AAU a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is he any good? Nice. Um, now, do you do you consider Gonzaga mid-major or a power con- or power team? Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're as good as any. Power five conference teams. Yeah, yeah, they just play. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the downfall that we get because we can't join the Pac twelve because we don't have a football team. Uh, we right. They they talk about us joining the Big East, but the amount of travel. (laughs) That's a that's that's a bitch. Uh, Joining, uh, most of the conferences are out of this out of the out of the option because we don't have a football team. What right. is not, uh, it, I mean, we couldn't feel the football team yet. If we wanted to. We used to. Yeah. 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 Um, now, what do you think it 
said about Mark Funa's Mark Funa's staff over the years, over this twenty years span here, that they'll play anyone anywhere. Doesn't matter who they play, oh, they'll play anywhere. And that's, and that's why you we're playing mean? some of these big tournaments. Um, we had the Advocare yeah. uh, tournament uh, last year. Mm-hmm. We have the Phil Knight Invitational this year. We have uh, yeah. the uh, we're going to New York to play in the the one in Madison Square against Villanova. Yes. That's this year? Awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, talk about the schedule this year and how it sets up for guns up. How it's going to benefit or, or decrease them for, for it's, this year. It's going to be a tough – we have a tough non-conference schedule, um, especially with yeah. the, the tournament, the Phil Knight Invitational. Because of every uh, of the teams yeah. that we end up facing, we could end up facing. Uh, so we got Ohio State first. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. Uh, it, I Duke? think we wouldn't play Duke until the the uh, finals if we did if we play them. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see yeah. here. Aren't you going I want this year? to. It's just a matter of. I don't necessarily want to drive in the uh, uh, the, the snowy weather. That's no, I have bought by, by your chef, though. Oh, no, no, we okay. have. So after we play Ohio State, if we win that, we played the winner of Stanford, yeah. Florida, and then okay. uh, any of the four teams that were well, Portland State has no shot, but. The three teams that we would end up playing against in the finals if we made it that far. Duke, Butler, and Texas. That's That's a great, great resume, resume building tournament that we'll be in. Yeah. We have, we have a game against Creighton. That's going to be a great game. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Creighton, Creighton's always putting out a good, good team. Um, We have Creighton followed up by Villanova. Then we have UW, which UW without <laughs> Romar may be a different, maybe a different team. Well, they almost lost to St. Martin's, of course, um, at home. But night. an exhibition, yeah, an and exhibition it, it's, game. It's going to happen as far as in some of these times, but yeah. it's just going to be a matter of uh, how gel, uh, the team to gel together. Which, that that's what it all boils down to. Is how well does the team gel? Uh, yeah. UW's been trying to recruit all these one and done players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they well, left. They had they had Fultz. <laughs> Fultz was a great player, but nobody really around him. And then they go and get Michael Porter Jr. Only to lose him once Romar's gone. Yep, went to Missouri, and his brother also went to Missouri. And they had, yeah, and also they had um, they had a w- w- like last year they had a two guys two I think two you know, they had guys mm-hmm. they went to NBA two though for the for the Suns and uh, someone else. But um, now you know, almost down to the final couple of things here. But um, what are your 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 all time GU team? I'll give you five stars and a and a bench player. All right. So, point guard, give me Dickow. Yeah, my two. Okay. 
give me Pargo. Okay. Because I, I like a I like a smaller smaller backcourt. Yeah. At the there three, you go. give me Morrison. At mm-hmm. the four, give me Batista. And at the five, okay. give me Karnowski. Off okay, the bench, how about off the bench? Let's see here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three off the bench players. All right. Okay. So, first one off the bench, I want Bolden. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> next, Turioff. And then okay. I also want my boy Micah Downs. Micah Downs, okay. That's that's nice. That's a, that's a nice one. Um, for me, uh, number one, point guard, Dan Dickow. The two, I'm going to go Richie Fromm. Um, he's, he had a oh, absolutely. ridiculous range. Matt Santangelo did too as well. Um, the three, Adam Morrison. The four, um, I would go Batista. Five, I'd go Sabonis at the five. Because um, you went three off your bench, I'll take um, a bench. Wilcher, um, I'll take um, Goss, and I'll take um, Fargo off the bench. So um, there you have it there. Now, just a final thought on your thoughts, what will happen this season, and um, thoughts on going going forward. So, thoughts on this season. Um, I can't say that we're going to have an undefeated conference conference yeah. schedule just right. because we always uh-huh. end up running into that that, that team in That's Provo. <laughs> BYU. They, they, they just they, they like to beat us on our home court. Um, yeah. It's kind of weird. Depending but, yeah. on how much uh, St. Mary's gets out of Lando um, will depend on yeah. whether we split with them or if we sweep them. Um, yeah. I can see us winning the conference with uh, with a two-loss a two-loss record. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then winning the, the the WCC championship. Um, out of conference, I can honestly mm-hmm. see us winning two of the three games that we'll end up playing in uh, the film Invitational. In Oregon? Um, I don't yeah. think our squad is good enough to beat Duke as it is now. That could change on how well right. all these unknown pieces end up being. Uh, yeah. Villanova. I can see us beating Villanova. Um, okay. Let's see here. And outside of Villanova and Creighton, uh, Creighton mm-hmm. could probably be uh, a bigger challenge than Villanova just because their style really? is very ours. Did they lose Josh what was is that? He gone? Is Josh yeah. Hart gone? Hart's, off, 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 Hart's gone. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. So roughly, you know, like twenty-five wins, I would say, or yeah, so somewhere around. Uh, there. any anywhere from, I would say, twenty-four to twenty-seven. Yeah. 
it's not bad. You know, it's that's really good. You know, and we just have to temper um, expectations this year because there's there's a lot of yeah. unknown. Yeah, it takes a while for a team to a new team to mesh together on the court, and takes about a week, about a month or two to you know get absolutely. The team going, and we you know? have we have no idea how Larson's going to be once we start playing tougher competition. We don't know how. Uh, what what Perkins we're gonna get? We <laughs> yeah we don't know what Melson we're gonna get because the last time that Silas was in a starting role, he he had confidence mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of unknowns with this team. It's it's all mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna be the veteran leadership between Perkins and Jonathan Williams. It's it's gonna be right. and Melson. It's gonna be how how they yeah. how they overcome adversity because this team's gonna definitely get hit with adversity, especially since we're gonna be an outside shooting team. There's yep. once when those shots stop stop falling, who's gonna be there to to pick us up? When we needed a big basket right. last year, Williams Goss was there. When every, we every needed time, uh yeah. When we needed a timely defensive stop, Collins was there. So yep. those those unknowns are going to be mm-hmm. crucial. Yeah, and one more thing I before as you go, um, just your thoughts on the whole BYU and Emory scandal going on down there in Provo. Oh, about his sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's. It's definitely questionable that uh, that he's driving around yeah. in a car that's leased to this guy. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't he gone Emory? now? Or, or, he's still on or the is team. He's still on the team, isn't he? There, there hasn't been any so. rulings okay, so. from the, the NCA, but with the way that the NCA treated North Carolina, I doubt that he's going to oh, be yeah. suspended. Okay. Yeah, look at the way about academic fraud. Who right, as that? long as you're as long as you're frauding other students, not just athletes, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, David, absolutely. It's been a pleasure having you on today. We'll talk to you next. Yeah, we'll start you next Monday. Talking about the game came up uh, this weekend. So, until next time, talk to you later. <laughs>